Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Mark Spector, Stoffer Inspector for our friends at Horse Race in Alberta, but he's a very popular guy right now, so I guess he is special. Hey, Spec, how you doing? Oh, pretty fair, Bob. You know, they were listening to the show yesterday, and they heard that you were going to go skiing on Thursday, so That's anyhow. kind of them to do this today. Yeah, uh, well, it was kind of inevitable. I mean, we were headed down an inevitable path here, were we not? And, and it is ironic how this season has kind of... You know, 0-2, and, and like, when we were in New York City at 0-2 on that Friday, like, there was a lot of heat. And then the team banged off an 8-2 and run, run, and suddenly, hey, they're going pretty good here. Then they lose 6 to the next 7. Tom McClellan gets fired. Yep. Then Hitch comes in 9-2-2. Two, and two. Then Clefbaum and Russell come out of the lineup, and now the team's in, a like, a 5-12-1 and one, uh, snapper. So at the end of the day, um, now that it's happened, besides maybe being glad that it's over because you look quite fatigued, um, understandable? Well, there's a confluence of events here. This is a very impatient city, and rightfully so. Right? If you don't make the playoffs this year, it's 12 years out of 13. So the people here aren't aren't they've they've heard it all before they've watched it all before uh, the patience level is increasingly thin. The other thing is it was you know the two years ago with Connor McDavid they made 103 points they made the second round of the playoffs and then last year the team fell flat in its face. So this year very early everyone had their eyes on this team. Is it the the playoff team or the flat in its face team that we're going to get this year. So people have been watching this thing with an eye that let's not let another year of Connor McDavid go by without being competitive. So all of those things, Bob, have made for a very impatient town, a very impatient organization, an impatient media, impatient fans. And guess what? Everyone is right. Should be this impatient. Uh, there were a couple interesting things that Bob Nicholson said. He, he, he referenced positive. And, and, you know, when you have something hanging over you, and it was hanging over this oh, yeah. organization over the weekend with Peter Shirelli. It was. Yep. Uh, whether rightly or wrongly, if that was the case. And, and I think that the, the transactions this year did not reinforce confidence in the marketplace. No. I think that's a fair assessment. And, in fact, we can tell you that the American Hockey League website has Ryan Spooner now signed to the minors. So you traded away Ryan Strom, a third-line center, for a player that you knew in Ryan Spooner that you were drafted when you were GM of the Boston Bruins that you traded for two days before you fired uh, Todd McClellan. Uh, those sort of things are challenging to put a positive uh, spin on, I can tell you that. Yep. Um, was this a byproduct of uh, a fan base and uh, and the market just losing faith in the guy that was at the top well, of the helm? when your very first trade you make... Is Taylor Hall for Adam Larson? Well, I wasn't the first trade he made. The first trade he made was the Reinhardt trade was the year before. Oh, okay. So the two picks for giving up the two picks for Reinhardt in 2015. Taylor Hall was 2016. Okay. He'd actually made several moves by then, some which were... When the first blockbuster you made yes. is Taylor Hall for yep. Adam Larson. Yep. Uh, when you have the Reinhardt trade on your resume... Right when you know we all got the Eberly thing, they had to shed some salary. But Ryan Strom wasn't as good, and then you 
inexplicably trade Ryan Stone for a guy who's probably not an NHL player. Just the 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 sheer. Um, you know, the bad trade stacked upon bad trade, stacked upon bad signing. Uh, I think what we've seen in this organization under Keith Gretzky, who Shirelli brought in here, the amateur side of the organization is healthier than it was four years ago. Right. It's better. They develop better. They've got better uh, prospects. They're drafting better. But the pro side is, uh, has not made even a half step. The, the professional player evaluation, guys they're bringing in here that they say, hey, this guy can play. Well, the, we've seen far too many Ryan Spooners and Chris Weidmans and, and guys that come in and you go, why did we acquire this guy again? The guy we gave up was better. So that falls under the, the guise of the general manager, and the general manager did not do a good enough job. Does it matter, Spec, if the team makes the playoffs this year? No, not a bit to me. Okay. I don't own the team, so I don't get the money out of two big gates in Rogers' place here. But no, it, if, if we're in a town that's still looking as short-term as let's get in on the wild-card spot and play Winnipeg or Calgary or Vegas, uh, that is not what needs to happen here. All right. Uh, what does need to happen is... Uh, Bob Nicholson needs to find the right guy. Sheridan, I've given some names, so I'll, I'll give you the names that I've put out there. Kelly McCrimmon mm-hmm. out of the Vegas Golden Knights. I'm going to tell you right now, the Vegas Golden Knights got three guys in their farm team for the majority of the season that could play out of about four forwards yep. on the Oilers, and they're all making less than $800,000 a year. Uh, Daniel Carr out of Sherwood Park. Uh, Brandon Peary, who, frankly, I can 100% guarantee you People were pushing the orders to sign two years ago. Yeah, he's been in and out of minors ever since that but day, though. he's been a productive... He's okay. He's an elite scorer in the AHL, and yeah. he's a he's a more productive player than players the orders have sure. up here. Even a guy spec like Curtis McKenzie would, could potentially play in Edmonton. Anyway, here's where I'm... So, Vegas, I, I'd be interested in Kelly McCrimmon. You have a personal relationship with Norm McIver, Bill Garrett. Those guys have been with good organizations for a while. Well, the assistant general managers, both of those guys, right? Yeah. Uh, Bill Garrett's work with, with uh, Jimmy Rutherford is one of the best in the game. So, I'm looking at a guy in Bill Garrett who clearly has... Uh, just as Steve Eiserman learned at the feet of Ken Holland and has built the Tampa Bay Lightning into a fabulous organization. And it's no longer there, by has the moved way. away, yeah. but he that wasn't old boys club stuff. Eisenman worked in that hockey ops department in Detroit that was filled with Jim Nill and Ken Holland and some really smart people. And when he was when he was ready to leave the nest, he took a job elsewhere and proved he was very good at it. He built that Tampa team. Uh, Bill Guerin, do you see that in him? Well, I would certainly give him an interview and figure out if he is the, a, a guy that's got as much savvy as Jimmy Rutherford has. Yep. Uh, I would certainly think about a guy like Norm McIver who has worked uh, in Chicago for some time under both Dale Talon and now Stan see, Bowman. And here's what happens. People say, well, we don't need any more ex-Oilers. I don't care about that. Those, those and guys those are guys, the old boys club. They're not, are, they are not the 80s ex-Oilers. And they're completely qualified. They've both been, like just taken those two Here's another name for you, assistant GM out in New York Islanders, Steve Pellegrini. Yeah. He goes back to Glenn Sather's days, like 20-some years ago. But this is a guy who's gone on to work for the National Hockey League. He helped write the CBA. Now he's helping run a New York Islanders club that seems to finally have it figured out. So all of those guys, Bob, they have chops, right? They've built resumes in hockey organizations outside of Edmonton and can 
you know, they don't come back for me as old Oilers or the right. old boys club. So not to go revisionist history on you, did you, what did you write when the Oilers hired Shirelli? Because they hired him from outside I, the Oilers old boys club. I wrote that it's about time they went out and found a guy who's been in two Stanley Cups in 11 and 13, and, and I thought that it was a good idea, as did I think that hiring Todd McClellan out of a very successful San Jose organization was a good idea. Does the recent plight of the Edmonton Oilers uh, increase the valuation? Of, there's going to be multiple jobs out there this summer. Does Has this... Uh, failure of the Oilers organization through the last 30 games not to get any traction here. Does that make Todd McClellan even a better candidate than before? Uh, I think anyone who knows hockey doesn't need these last 30 games to prove that point to them. I think they knew it before Todd McClellan was fired. That the, the issue wasn't Todd, but the issue was his roster. Now anyone who needed convincing has come across that fence. All right. Is it uh, the end of the world for the Edmonton Oilers organization? Right? Like people are. No, no, it's not the end. I mean, it's it's just another. You know, we've been through this, and we're yes. all a little tired of it. But um, the fact is. There are guys all the time that want to move up and become GMs. We can agree on that. Oh, lots of good, good. Like, they'll hire. Now you get the pick from. Right. And maybe you find the next Kyle Dubas. Maybe you find the next. You, you identify a guy like Paul Fenton who who worked under uh, David Poyle for many, many years. Right. I mean, how much knowledge is there there? So now you get to go pick that guy. And, and what about a guy like Lawrence Gilman? Yeah, maybe. It's been around a long time. He's working for the Leafs now. Yeah. I'm not sure. I certainly would have him on my long Long list. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, Vaughn Carpen, who helped uh, George McPhee do that entire expansion draft yeah. in uh, Las Vegas. He's a really smart, smart hockey guy. Worked for the Montreal Canadiens for many, many, many years. Uh, has forgotten more about scouting a player than I'm ever going to know. You know. A guy like that's on my long list. I, I guess where I'm going here is there's lots of guys out there that could be potentially in the mix. There's a shortage of the jobs in the league. It's only and 31 of them. And the fact of the matter is, in spite of the fact that you're going to have to get yourself out a little bit of some cap challenges, okay, and some interesting <laughs> decisions. What did you just say? A little bit of cap challenges? Oh, okay. Well, there's a lot of cap challenges. How about you do, you locked do, in cap jail, Bob? Does that sound better to you? You do have <laughs> you do have McDavid, Dreisaitl, Nugent yeah. Hopkins as center options, yeah. and you got Clefbaum and Nurse on defense, yeah. and that is a decent starting point for a lot of, you know, you know, a lot of people say it's a decent starting point. Oh, it is. Listen, if you're starting from scratch, the hardest thing to get are the top-line players. Obviously, Connor McDavid is, you never, you know, one team every generation gets one of him. So the guy that starts here, exactly, he's got McDavid, he's got Drysaddle, he's got Nugent Hopkins, he's got a couple defensemen that just good NHL players in, Clefbaum and Larson and Nurse. Uh, you know, Russell's a good depth guy, play on any team. Like, you got a good core here. It's the bottom end of your defense. Uh, well, they need a... Sorry, I'll restate that. They need a top-pairing guy. They need a yeah. number one. But it's certainly your bottom six here in, in among the forwards yeah. that need rebuilding. And you can rebuild that. All right, Spec. We appreciate all that you've done of late. Um, you know, can't answer every text. So I, I know you haven't over the last 24 hours, and I know I haven't. So for all those individuals who feel ignored... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man, right? Uh, Sorry, man. It's a busy time, Bob. It's a busy time, it's a busy absolutely. Time. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.